0: you're <laughs> here we go again
1: <laughs> my beloved coworker, how are you doing today
0: i'm doing great eric how are you i'm doing excellent
1: just had wow. a little uh little lunch outside yeah um yeah what are you up to man i'm just sipping on some some peach juice right now
0: mm, what a uh, specific beverage of choice <laughs> i have a glass of water in front of me and I have made it special by adding a few drops of lemon juice and a few drops of juiced ginger.
1: Wow. You're uh, you're like a juice truck over there. For I our... am
0: a juice truck. <laughs> I have been told <laughs> that before.
1: And our uh, for our American listeners, that's this little hippie spot here in Vancouver. Um, yeah, they make juice and sell it for crazy prices.
0: Yeah. They use <laughs> real vegetables. None of this fake vegetables from Subway, but real yeah. fruits and vegetables from a yeah, garden.
1: exactly um kind of like your lunch today i saw i saw you posted that a little earlier can you can you walk our listeners through that um beautiful medley of colors that you posted
0: <laughs> it did have uh, quite a, a plethora of shades um for lunch today i prepared just a simple stir fry i had a few uh farm fresh veggies in the fridge that i needed to use up so I got some red onions, some bell pepper, yellow and red, some broccoli, some carrot, and some mushroom, all whipped up with a little bit of uh, soy sauce and a few other things, and on a nice bed of uh, coconut basmati rice. It was a, a lovely meal. A little heavy for the hot summertime, but I, I quite enjoyed it. I was really eating fresh. <laughs> I really like that, dude. That's, uh, that's inspiring. One thing I've always
1: noticed about you is like you always um, go go ham with the with the vegetables, no pun intended.
0: Yeah, thank you. Um, I believe in the rainbow diet. I think that's what they call it, which is as many colors as possible on a plate. And that ensures a variety of nutrition as well.
1: Mm -hmm. That seems to make a lot of sense to me. My uh, my lunch, on the other hand, was quite the opposite, actually.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about your lunch
1: um well today i had well i went i ran up to bosa the other day which is our local uh italian grocer and so what i did was i picked up some bread i picked up like this nice mediterranean uh style olive bread so what i did was i lightly toasted a few slices of that um spread a little bit of uh, unsalted butter on that and Mm -hmm. then threw down some a mix of different cured meats so i had a little prosciutto uh with a little chorizo salami and a uh mm. little little salsich you know get a little mix mm. going there i like to i like That's to up the um the charcuterie meats because <laughs> they're like they're like way better but you know it's got a little hefty price point so don't like to go too crazy on that um but then i also had some yeah. chorizo sliced up on the side and uh some green large olives
0: wow meat on meat on meat happening here today this is like the an artisanal bmt that's kind of what i feel like you've created
1: yeah i mean i wouldn't um try to insult subway by uh, comparing it to them but you know i i did try to go for that same kind of vibe it's pretty much what i order on on the regular when when we do go to subway so
0: beautiful i i hope that um all of this potting has inspired you to pursue sandwiches at home?
1: Absolutely. I think it's like my go-to lunch um, option. I feel like it's, you know, really quick and easy. There's like no cooking required. You just kind of throw a few things together.
0: I obviously don't have a sandwich in front of me, but I'd imagine the color palette of that sandwich is uh, uh, just a few different shades of brown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: It's the lesser known part of the rainbow that nobody, nobody in kindergarten draws. It's um, it's the very bottom. It's actually you can't see it with the naked eye. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Brown on brown, brown on
1: brown, and then a little shades of pink there for the cured meats.
0: <laughs> mm, beautiful.
1: Did you eat your lunch outside?
0: Uh, I did. Yeah. Did you? Oh yeah. Beautiful. The only day. only way to eat food in the summertime is if I eat inside, I'll just be feel so bloated and sweaty by the end of the meal.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I feel like the act of eating, people don't ever um, recognize this, but the act of eating is, I think, closer to exercise than it is to leisure.
1: Okay, go on that.
0: (laughs) Well, there's so much movement, your entire body, all of your senses, everything is kicked into overdrive while you focus on the consumption of this food. So if you're doing it right, you're really like an athlete while you do it. You, you're poised, you're focused, you're moving, your whole body is like your muscles are contracting as you uh, devour. So I feel like there's like, this should be an Olympic sport, really eating.
1: Yeah. It's um, I guess the most primal thing that we do as humans. So like I can imagine that when we, you know, hunch over a meal, we just kind of like enter the zone and like don't think about anything else.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that focus mode, and I feel like YouTube is trying to take away that feeling from us. <laughs> YouTube wants us to focus on it while we eat. You know. Yeah. You 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 put down a plate, and then you got to go find a show on Netflix or a video to watch while you consume. And I don't know why people think that anymore. The food is the entertainment. It is both leisure and sport.
1: Hmm. I mean, I don't know about you, but I my jaw definitely hurts after chowing down on, uh, like, any meat option at Subway. Like, I imagine it's a similar thing with a veggie patty, but it's just a lot of chewing. It's That's 12 inches of chewing.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of chewing, especially if you get something big in there, like a meatball. Yeah. Or something, like, if the bread isn't toasted, I can't imagine how chewy that would be. Yeah, exactly. It's funny how, like, but I think about the rainbow diet at Subway, there's a, a huge opportunity to create a rainbow. Mm-hmm. Um I guess what I was leading to was it's funny how we actually Subway is so invested in the rainbow that you even you even <laughs> order some ingredients by color. So I'll have the green peppers, the black olives, <laughs> even cheese. I would could I or the white bread could I get <laughs> Cheese, I don't even know what cheeses there are. There's just the white cheese and the yellow cheese. I don't even know what type of cheese that is. Yeah,
1: exactly. I, I guess they're both cheddar or is like one like Swiss? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I, I just know them as white,
0: yellow and shredded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting
1: way to sort um, types of cheese. It reminds me yeah. of uh, when we used to go all the time and like she would always grab the white cheese by default and never ask. But i'm I'm always so curious that like why there is an orange one right there and then and why she doesn't just go for that one first, like maybe does she yeah. alternate and it's just my luck that I always end up with the white one.
0: I wonder if she's just playing into the um uh, common themes she sees in sandwich making like mm. she she anticipates people will order the white one because that is the more popular one. It's kind of like how. When you get to the vegetable section, she's asking you what vegetables you want while her hand has, she already has a handful of lettuce in her hand when she's asking, you know. She grabs the lettuce and then says, what would you like on your sandwich? Yeah, drop it. (laughs) Put that down. We're putting that on last today. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I wonder if the cheese thing has to do with, um, like, appealing to a wider audience of, like, mild palates, you know?
0: Like, mm-hmm, the white mm-hmm. one, I
1: I would imagine, is less sharp. They they both probably taste like nothing, but I imagine the white one would appeal to more people because it's kind of just, like, filler.
0: Mm-hmm. It tastes like uh, even more nothing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, do you think that it plays a big part in, like, toasting? Like... Does it matter which cheese you get when you toast it? Or does it all just become one melted, goopy mess?
0: I don't know. I realize that the shredded cheese has a, I feel like a better, a more consistent melt than obviously mm-hmm. the slices. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, I don't, I don't know that, you know, when you, in, you heat up some cheeses, if they're spiced in any way, it'll actually bring out those kind of nuances of the cheese flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't pick that up at all with Subway's cheeses. There's nothing. You just get hot hot nothing or nothing.
1: No, that's for sure. I think um, like with the shredded one, you get this nice marbling texture, which is probably the only redeeming quality about getting like that specific cheese over the other ones. Because I feel like they're all the, mm-hmm. the exact same.
0: That's a really good point. There is an aesthetic quality to it. Mm-hmm. I find that I don't go for the shredded cheese as often as I should one because it's not the default so i'm not thinking about it that early in the order process and two i feel like when they go shredded they actually put a little bit less cheese like i think that while the intention may be to match the same amount as the slices i always feel like i get just like less cheese as a result of that spreadage
1: yeah i think that's a good point and it also depends on like what kind of sandwich aesthetic you're going for like you said like I imagine with the pizza, a shredded one might actually, like the aesthetic qualities of that might boost the flavor subconsciously.
0: Mm, that would be so good if you could get like a bocconcini or something like that on your sandwich. Yeah. Nice, I guess they have Parmigiano, but maybe like a, a, just something a little bit more artisanal would be really fun. Yeah. A pecorino really interesting. maybe.
1: Yeah. A little Pecorino Romano or a, um, yeah, it's interesting how they have the Parmesan at the very end as like a as like a seasoning. Yeah, that's a nice touch. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would love a little burrata slice in there with my tomato
0: and toasted mm-hmm. with oregano.
1: I feel like that would be a nice...
0: Oh, a little caprese sandwich. <laughs> Mamma yeah. mia. Mamma mia. <laughs> Give me a
1: little balsamic in there, you know, some garlic oil, perhaps. Yeah.
0: Oh, balsamic that's a great addition to the sauces
1: yeah absolutely i feel like they can almost mimic any salad dressing in a way
0: yeah yeah i would like to see like for a more uh artisanal sandwich like that a bit crispier bread as well like double toasted is the default not Mm -hmm. uh preference Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i um i'm actually interested in this concept because i have this italian cookbook at home and mm. I was looking at this, um, I believe it was like a veal chop, uh, like steak kind of recipe. And um, in in the uh, ingredients or in the directions it said to, like, you're never asked how, how rare you want it or like how you would like it cooked. It's just, it is what it is. So, like, I really like that mm. as an idea. It's like, but why make me choose as the user? Like, I actually don't know in some cases.
2: Mm-hmm. And I imagine,
1: like, there's an interesting tension there with subway it's like I'm being I'm given the opportunity to customize everything but when can I have my hand held you know when can I rely on the artist to give me their input
0: yeah totally it's too much freedom too much power mm-hmm. the the artist needs to step in when they say that you're going to you're going out of bounds here you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're going rogue <laughs> like there, there are some rules
1: <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah it's like i i don't want you to really you know butt in but if i if i look lost to you like maybe offer me a suggestion it's like hey well you know what you have uh you know, you've got some chicken on there you know what goes well with chicken uh i don't know some hot sauce whatever
0: <laughs> yeah totally that would be so helpful <laughs> yeah <laughs> but instead it's the opposite i feel like i'm dragging the subway artists down some really <laughs> dark path yeah and they don't want to go but they're too passive to speak up so i just get a very passive aggressive sandwich as a result mm-hmm.
1: and if um and if they're not into the irony as much as you are then you can just see them lose interest gradually as you kind of drag them along they are like oh let's try some <laughs> spinach and they're just like oh fuck this guy <laughs> yeah.
0: I can see their face <laughs> sinking as I list out more ingredients. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: the eye roll is is obvious.
0: We uh, we dunk on the artists a lot in these last few episodes, but I just want to take this moment to give a shout out to any artists that are listeners right now. If there's any uh, aspiring artists or even just customers that consider themselves artists on a uh, philosophical level just want to say that we appreciate everything that you do and thank you for tuning in.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I would echo that
0: statement. We've had a really uh, positive response in the last few episodes of our a podcast from our listeners. So we just want to thank everybody that's listening today for um, all your support and all the kind words and for continuing to listen in.
1: Mm-hmm. hundred percent, man. This is, uh, is not possible without you all. Um, I hope we uh you know <laughs> I don't know how they would identify us, but I, I would hope that if we ever run into you at the subway standing in line, you would uh let us know. I, I feel like it's almost impossible because we're keeping it a little anon ain- right now, but hey, that's kinda how it rolls.
0: We're anonymous, we're on the internet, but we're blowing up. We got we got Instagram now, we got we got a, a URL, so
1: That's right, we're official. Maybe
0: you will run into us in line.
1: Yeah, we should um, let people know when we uh, like post on their <laughs> Instagram story, like when we're at a subway.
0: Yeah, when this quarantine's over, we'll live tweet our visits to a franchise. Oh wow, I can't in the wait. The location and everything.
1: I cannot wait to do that and have like post our sandwiches as we're eating them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can we can post it on Eventbrite or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like tune into our IG
1: live. It's free.
0: Hastings <laughs> <laughs> Street Subway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, fo- follow
1: us. I'm just going to plug our Instagram now. Follow us on Think Fresh Pod on Instagram. Um, and if you don't already have a place to listen to this, you can go to um, thinkfreshpodcast.com and you can get a list of everywhere that you can see this or listen to this. Yeah. Podcast.
0: Go to thinkfreshpodcast.com. Even if you're already listening on your favorite platform, we really just need the Google rankings.
1: Yeah. Go ahead and just refresh the page a bunch of times and maybe leave a review.
0: Sick. Alright, enough of the uh self fulfilling advertisements. Let's get back to Subway. Uh I wanted to talk today to you, Eric, about this idea that we've been having around the Subway brand and what it actually means and how special it actually is.
1: hmm Okay. Hit me.
2: Okay, so Subway doesn't realize it, but their branding has tapped into something that I think is really special. Well, their branding is basically just their logo and the slogan, Eat Fresh, and both of those elements are interpreted really literally by the company, but we're gonna approach these brand elements a bit more philosophically and reframe them to highlight their their poetry and their symbolism. So Subway is more than eat fresh. It has a, a duality to it, a balance, a ying and a yang. I like to refer to the first side of the Subway brand as live fresh. Live fresh represents all things that support a free and uh, healthy lifestyle. Um, live fresh is about striving for like, a better relationship with yourself or with the relationships you have in your life or a better relationship with the planet Um, Subway has already tapped into live fresh a little bit evidence includes their healthy menu options their obsession with calorie counting um, their eat fresh mantra of course but live fresh could make the subway brand so much greater than that subway could for example Offer yoga classes or cooking classes. They could even write recipe books. They could repurpose their spaces for speed dating or co working or networking events to help you uh, develop yourself more professionally or develop better relationships. Kind of like the relationships you develop with your sandwich artist, actually. Um, They could even do more environmental things like better environmental packaging they could offer like farm to table experiences or organic ingredients or just use their profits to to create a more sustainable fast food industry they could even do random things like sell flowers or offer like free financial assistance (laughs) but that that's one half that's one half of the subway brand we call it live fresh Now let's talk about the second half. Subway has always been tapped into the creative culture. We refer to this as Be Fresh. This is Subway's connection to the street, to youth, to fashion, to creativity. They've already done this too. Uh, They refer to their employees as artists, They have this weird metro wallpaper on the wall. They have veggie art on the walls. They have some merch, but they could make make it slap way harder. So, like, imagine Subway collaborating with actual fashion brands or interesting brands. They could also, like, support local art in their stores. Um, They could do things like DJ nights or after dark experiences. Anything that captures the trend of the moment, the movement of the culture of youth. Um, so there you have it, we got Be Fresh, we got Live Fresh. The beauty of this duality is that Subway doesn't even need to rebrand to tap into this. They are already doing it. The Subway logo is two arrows, perfectly contrasted, the yin and the yang, Be Fresh, and Live Fresh. Boom.
1: Um, it, it all kind of ties into, like, all of the things that we have to say about Subway, like when it goes to, like, even last episode when we touched on how Subway walks that fine line between fast food and, like, a luxury dining-in experience, you know, on the surface level, yeah, Subway is fast food, and you're paying fast food prices for it, and you are, um, you know, maybe not working with the best ingredients, or, you know, it's kind of just quick and dirty, but on the other, on the flip side, it's probably the healthiest option for, um for fast food and getting that same kind of like fast food aesthetic but you know doing it in a healthier way
0: yeah big asterisk next to that probably (laughs) the healthiest fast food option but the sentiment is that it would like to be (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah
1: I guess that's the point
0: (laughs) yeah so I just feel like there's so much potential within this brand and I don't think anyone at HQ realizes that I don't think the artists are tapping into it I think it's the job of you and I, Eric, to expose that for Subway. And maybe that is the role of this podcast. It's either turn Subway into a self-actualized version of itself or get a cease and desist letter (laughs) and stop the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Both um,
1: successful uh, resolutions to this, if you ask me.
0: A beautiful story.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The quick rise and fall of Um, the Think Fresh pod, similar to our beloved Subway restaurants. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, there's a, I I really genuinely hope that this podcast follows a narrative arc uh, that is as interesting as the one we just described.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That'll be our new mission statement. I think um, our goal here is to get not only a cease and desist from Subway, but to do it based on our content. And not necessarily like just using their logo or anything. We wanna we wanna cause a stir.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we wanna get clout then get canceled.
1: Yeah, exactly. If you're not getting canceled, then you're not making an impact. No. That's yeah, that's a joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're about ready to uh cancel this episode here. Do you have any <laughs> <laughs> any final thoughts on the live fresh, be fresh mantra? Or do you have any final thoughts for our listeners today?
1: Oh yeah, I do. Um so I had this thought the other day. Um actually inspired by one of our coworkers. He said that um the lineup at Subway is a really great way to observe regular culture. Um so what I what I think about that is like it, it kind of ties into the be, fre- be fresh and live fresh concept because you get to kind of get this like pulse check of what uh, what normies are kind of doing, you know, like who is going to the local subway? What does um, what does the construction guy have in common with the CEO down the block who just needs a quick bite? You know, um, it really mm. brings people together in that way. And it's like a democratic kind of establishment, more so than any other fast food restaurant i've ever seen in my life uh, especially here in canada so um yeah i would just i guess leave with that i think you know next time you're in line take a look around you see who's with you there and um yeah try to make a judgment call if you should be there still or not yeah.
0: <laughs> great advice eric judge the people in line judge them hard yeah, judge <laughs> them and, then, and then ask yourself do i uh should i be here too
1: answer is probably yes
0: <laughs> um i would i think those are some beautiful words i would also just like to add that when as a listener you're thinking about this be fresh live fresh mantra think about how you can use subway to project or evolve your own personal brand how can you take your persona and develop it within one of these two worlds is there a world that is more inspiring than another? Do they both speak to you equally? See how you can use that to develop your connection with subway and with um, the environment around you.
1: Beautiful. And
0: eat that, eat that footy outside, too. It's nice out. Hell, yeah. Lunch on the patio. Go yeah. To a picnic bench.
1: Make sure you, uh, you know, don't spend more than three minutes walking to it because you you only leave, like, 30 seconds to eat that subway before it goes goes bad
0: and watch out for seagulls those baddies will (laughs) whip one whip a mighty melt right out of your fingers
1: (laughs) okay buddy i think that about does it
0: all righty all right peace think fresh